Hello, 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 and welcome to The Fandom Show, the podcast where we learn about fantastic fandoms by talking to our favorites about their favorites. I am Kaya Green. And I'm Stephanie Malik. Yay! Uh, <laughs> and today, we are talking about the entertainment platform that makes your parents go, huh? huh? It's Twitch streaming! Yay! Yay! Now, this was, some people wouldn't consider this a fandom, um, and I say, nay, nay. Uh, we are in fact going to consider this a fandom today because uh, anything can be because a anything can be a fandom, and if you're excited about it, then it's a it's a fandom. Uh, so, what do you know about this particular fandom? About Twitch streaming. Uh, so, I've done a little bit of it, uh, not particularly successfully because my computer is terrible. Yeah. Um, and what is it? What is it? So, Twitch streaming is basically you uh, through your computer or console. Um, it, I believe it started primarily as playing video games, uh, where you are playing video games. You have your little picture on the screen and you're interacting, uh, talking about the video game, talking about what's going on, but also interacting with your chat, interacting with your viewers. Um, and then, yeah, you, uh, a lot of people will gain followers, will gain uh, subscriptions and stuff uh, and develop a little community uh, around that person or not necessarily that game because people play many different games. Um, yeah, that's about it. Yeah. Wow. Okay, great. No notes, nothing to add. Um, oh. I, that's pretty much what I know about it. I, I learned about it when we were doing our Among Us uh, a 24-hour stream that oh I was goodness. not on for 24 hours, but you were. Yes. Um, and that was Twitch streamed, uh, which was yes. a very good time. But, like, I didn't really get into it until a little bit later when we had a bunch of friends who were Twitch streaming and sort of, like, I think it's a really wonderful platform. And now people are using it for all sorts of things. It's like, hi, I'm going to garden and t walk you through that while yeah. I do it. And it's super cool. Going to make some food. And it's fascinating. Yeah. It's fascinating just watching people and the content that they've come up with. Um, but I'm not going to get too into it because we have someone here whose fandom it actually is. Yes. Uh, so, uh, Catherine is the creator of the gaming and variety show channel, Armin Astra, on Twitch and YouTube. You can join her for community games, talent shows, cooking streams, science experiments, art. What? You're doing all of this? Oh, my goodness. I'm so excited. <laughs> and lots more. Uh, and you can come check her out on Mondays, Tuesdays, Wednesdays, and Saturdays. Uh, Kat, how are you doing? What's up, Kat? I'm doing so well. I'm just so excited to be here to be talking about my favorite thing with my favorites. Oh, yeah, I'm I'm stoked. This oh. is gonna be really fun because like this is this is something that I think some people know a lot about and mm. some people know jack all about. Yeah. Um, I'm describing, I guess, most things in the world. Um, but I think this <laughs> this one is pretty pretty divided in that sense. That yeah. if you've heard of it, you know it, and if you don't, you you're like what the what? You're like why why why? why? So yeah, how did you get into this? I was about to say you're actually pretty much describing my first encounter with it, which was 2020. I was doing a photo shoot and someone I was shooting mentioned that they streamed on Twitch. And I was like, what is Twitch? But of course, Twitch had already been around since like, you know, 2010, sorry, 2010, 2011. It started as Justin TV a long time ago. Yeah. Um, anyway, I, yeah, I was introduced, uh, I was playing World of Warcraft at the time and I thought to myself, Sick. gee, the pandemic is kind of lonely. Wouldn't it be nice to play this game with other people who could also maybe help me win? Oh. <laughs> win at World of Warcraft, a famously unwinnable game. A famously unwinnable <laughs> game, especially, you know, player versus player. You know, people are oh. spending their lives online. Yes, they mastering are. Mastering their yeah. Shadow Priest. I was always terrible at player versus player. It's, yeah. It's hard. Yeah. It's very hard. Yes. But of course, I wanted to get great at it. Um, and so it sort of just happened. I, I went live the first time and it was just my face um, because I didn't know that I had to technically set things up that the game showed up on screen. <laughs> so it was just me talking nonstop uh, to nobody, pretending like there were a bunch of people there because I, I can talk to myself all day. Sure. It's easy. Yeah. I'll do it right now. Everyone can just be quiet. I'll talk to myself. I, okay. I can, we just leave if you want. Yeah, I'll just close my eyes. I'm not here. <laughs> But it was so much fun, like, and then when a little one viewer, like, popped up, because you just get to watch this little number tick up from zero to one, down to zero to one, and it was just so exciting. I was like, oh, my God, the internet. Who is this? Who is this? Who are you? How did you find me? They could be anywhere. They could be anywhere they and anyone. anyone. They could is be in the true? next room. <gasps> they could be calling from inside the house. It was my mom. Aww. <laughs> Thanks, Mom. So that's where you started, and then it's grown yeah. from there, right? It has. It's grown from there. You know, Twitch is sort of notorious because... It, it really, it, growth is dependent on so many things, but one of the things is what you're streaming. Mm -hmm. So World of Warcraft is, it's the equivalent of, uh, you're never going to get found streaming World of Warcraft. Um, I'm sure there are a lot of people doing that. Everyone's favorite game, no surprise at all, is World of Warcraft. Mm -hmm. um, 
and the way Twitch sorts uh, viewers, like if you go on Twitch and you say, oh, I want to watch some World of Warcraft, they feed you based on the amount of uh, viewers. Right, uh. that makes sense. So you'd have to be scrolling for probably six to seven minutes before you even found me at the bottom. Six to seven minutes is a lot in scrolling time. Yeah. <laughs> Think of your finger. Oh, yeah. yeah. You have to stretch first. <laughs> <laughs> I'm yeah, so growth was very, very, very slow because all I streamed was World of Warcraft. Wow. Mm -hmm. Were you having fun playing World of Warcraft, the though? Best time of my life. I, I, this is, I realize unrelated, but I have to ask. Horde or Alliance? Oh, Alliance. Yeah, okay. That's what I, I knew. Sorry. Sorry, Steph. Boo. You're outnumbered. <laughs> Blood Elf for life. Night Elves forever. Night Elves forever. Night Elves forever! Oh my yes. See, I, I would have watched. I wish I had known. <laughs> it's never too late for me to bring it back. I feel like if any of the any of my chat is watching right now who were from those original days, they were they're probably like, yeah, please do. <laughs> and was your character named Armanastra as well, that, or is that's right? Is that what that's what happened there in mm -hmm. terms of okay, interesting. That's where the name actually came from originally. Huh. Oh. I was playing Wrath of the Lich King back in 2010 when I first discovered World of Warcraft, and I thought, huh, I'll play this game. I'll try it. It's a free trial. What could go wrong? Oh, yeah, no. classic <laughs> problem. That's what happened to me too around the same time. <laughs> so yeah, so I was I made a night elf hunter, and of course I thought to myself, you know, Arwen. I thought to myself, obviously, right? Yeah, because yeah, you know, it's Lord of the Rings, I'm yeah. big, big time. Come totally. on. And then I thought to myself, well, that's just that's blatant. I'm just ripping something off there. I, <laughs> you know, what kind of a start is that? Yep. To a but, to a story. But if I flip the W, yeah, is that what it was? The W. That was actually what it yes. was. Yes. Oh, I love that. I love that. I love that. Way to go, Steph. Way to catch on to that. <laughs> That's amazing. And then Nastra just came out, fell out of my mouth like, yeah. like something well, night, that falls out of my mouth. It's a night elf. It's sky. Yeah. It's the stars. <gasps> it's Astra. the universe. Whoa, good oh, thinking. Oh, I'm going to pretend that's it from now on. <laughs> you, I, absolutely. Take uh, it. Honestly, this all beats what I did when I was trying to come up with names, which was just like spend literally two hours searching through elvish name databases and being like, <laughs> no, that's not it. No, that's not it. <laughs> what did you land on, if you don't mind me? Oh, the first one was Sean Lee, and then I, I don't, I made so many characters after that because I just couldn't stop making characters. It's, it's called, it's like a real problem. It's called alt something, like making alts. Yep. Oh, I loved it because I just wanted to play all the different classes and see what they did. I didn't have that at all. Oh, I definitely did. But. Oh, I just had a blood elf hunter. I spent most of the time uh, killing animals and skinning them for leather. It was oh, most classic. of my World of Warcraft. Classic. <laughs> that is classic. All right, but back to Twitch. Back to Twitch. <laughs> <laughs> World of Warcraft, once it starts, it, it gets you. It really oh, does. It gets man. its claws in you. Um, okay, cool. So uh, so that's sort of where you started, and then it's mm. grown from there. How many people do you now generally have following your streams? Um... I'm sitting at about uh, 1,700 followers, and in what? terms of like... That is not nothing. Very cool. Well, when you think about growth, like again, like I said, it's it's truly one person at a time. Yeah. Sometimes yeah. two people at a time in a stream Ooh. who come in to follow. Because discoverability on Twitch is, I mean, we can get into it, but it's it doesn't exist. It doesn't exist, discoverability. Um, and so I stream to like third, third I think I'm averaging like... Well, according to Twitch, it's like 31 average viewers, which means some days it's 40, some days it's 45, yeah. some days it's 20, some days, you know. Yeah. But and it's getting warmer. That's so. still yeah. a pretty like solid audience. Like if that oh. was an improv show, we'd be like, wow, what a turnout. Oh my gosh, we're rich. Yeah. <laughs> we can buy two beers tonight. Yeah. <laughs> 100%. Oh, so and, accurate. And the quality is, like the quality of the people. I actually can't believe, you know, when I first started streaming, I was like, oh, the internet, like the internet is full of scary creeps, you know? That's I mean, what my mummy told me. I mean, yeah. and has been proven in certain been, instances. Yeah. It has. Yeah, well, there's definitely, yes, there's a section of that for sure. But I've been very lucky with it. And also my, yeah, it's just like I found the world's nicest people on the internet. I can't believe it. Oh. I actually can't believe it. Well, we're all on the internet. Yes. And we're not awful. I would say most people are on the internet now. Yeah, and many people are just wonderful people. Yeah. They're not going to be little internet weirdos. Mm -hmm. And having been in your chat at certain points, mm -hmm. they are all, all so very, nice. very lovely. They're, They're really cute. Oh. Do you, like, hold their their names oh. in your head? Oh, like names, uh, everything they ever tell me, 100%. Really? Yeah. Yeah, it's like, what? yes. Oh, One of my it. favorite things is if someone comes to my chat one time, comes back six months later, and they're like, do you remember me? I'm like, oh, Cody, who works uh, in uh, embroidery, and, and they're like, Whoa. what? Honestly, I'm very impressed by that. Yeah, actually, that person's name is Corey. Corey, if you're listening, I'm sorry. Um, 
uh, yeah, so anyway, uh, that's like one of my favorite things, the connection. I think that's what Twitch has over any other platform, right? It's the community. Yeah. But also, I think, as someone who's occasionally come into your stream, uh, into the chat, uh, you are so welcoming as soon as people come in, and you're just like, true. this is my friend. Hey, everyone, say hi to my friend. How are you doing? How's your day? And you're just instantly like, oh, I'm so happy to be here. I feel, it's so nice to be here. Thank you. <laughs> I'm so happy to hear that. That's like literally all I want. That's my number one goal. I want people to roll up, and I want their day to be better. Like, my God, because my day is better. My day is so much better. I could be having any kind of day. And as soon as I, because I, I stream in my parents' basement. Um, so I could be having any kind of day, and I just go down those stairs, I turn on the lights, and my I'm just, I'm beside myself. I'm so happy. I'm oh, so excited. That's I, so it's awesome. That's so nice. It's, it's amazing. <laughs> Honestly, you yeah. spend so much time talking to your chat that it, I'm shocked you ever get to the games, yeah, do but you, you do you somehow. Didn't. Yes, arguably, uh, yeah. I, I feel like a lot of my chat right now would argue that I don't finish a lot of games. <laughs> <laughs> all right, all right, chat, get in the comments. We want to hear your thoughts. Uh, what has been uh, your favorite game to stream? And uh, what has been the one that most like that has brought a lot of people out to watch? Wow. And are they the same? What a great question. Because I feel like people really, well, streamers in general, sort of butt up against what do I want to stream versus what will get me viewership. Mm -hmm. It's, a, it's huge, because um, some categories like World of Warcraft are so oversaturated um, that you probably won't get viewership. So, my God. After World of Warcraft, I played the Star Wars MMO, mm. which was so much fun. The, the plot is rich, and the characters and the different classes, it was awesome. Is that Knights of the Old Republic? Y yes. Okay. Um, and it has a really big, like, kind of micro-niche following on Twitch. Really? And that brought in, like, I think I went from averaging maybe, like, 11 viewers to suddenly like in the 20s and I was like oh my god this game is bringing in a lot of like people and not only that just like wholesome people yes <laughs> like nice like the Star Wars fans are so nice Aww. and I love backseating and I have a little tag on my uh, stream that says backseating aloud and I think people like that and, and I what is backseating yeah, just for those that, that don't, do not know oh my god thank you so much so backseating and it's very divisive Divisive? Divisive. Both are correct. Ooh. Nice. <laughs> Easy wins. Um, uh, is when you're playing a game and someone goes, um, in order to, if, let's say you're playing Stardew Valley, in order to romance Abigail, give her some food that she can eat. That's okay. backseat gaming. Right. And you might be like, my, my pal, I wanted to figure that out by myself. Got, Got it. it. Okay, yeah. So it's not a spoiler. There's a difference between like a spoiler and backseat gaming. Um, yeah, but backseat gaming, I just love, because I want to just, I want to be good at video games, <laughs> and I want you to help me. Yeah. yeah, and it can be so fun, too, when you discover something with somebody else, or if they're like, hey, try that thing, and you're, you do, and you're, you, it's successful for both of you. Yeah, 100%. Yeah. 100%. And it saves me looking it up on my phone, like, yes. which I do. I do constantly, <laughs> yes. Right? You spend half your time on the internet, or you can just be like, hello? Hello? What do I give her? Hello? Please? Humans. Humans out there, help yes. me. Like, Stardew Valley alone, I've spent so much time on wikis being like, how do I, what, sorry, what do I use to dye this piece of cloth? Oh, goodness gracious. Imagine playing Stardew without help. Oh, oh my impossible. God. I mean, I feel like you'd miss so much of the game. Totally. You'd miss all the little weird stuff. And for some people, that discovery is fun. But for me, I just want to I want to do the thing. I want to make money. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Get my Starfruit wine going. Um, so Star, uh, Star Wars, your favorite game and the one that brings the most people or the one that brought in? The thing is, is that I, I kind of move on from games really quickly. My favorite game that I've ever streamed, you were there for it. Oh, yes. <laughs> Doki Doki Literature Club, which is my favorite content I've ever put out. Like the YouTube videos are my favorite content over anything else it I've ever done. So The stream itself was the most fun. So fun. It's horrifying. Yeah. <laughs> And to get to do that with a bunch of people all going through it together was, I can't, I'll I, never. I couldn't sleep after yeah, watching we, it because I was like, I I need to like maybe prepare myself so that I'm not so scared to watch this stream. So I read what happened and then I got so scared of what happens and the idea of seeing it that I couldn't sleep that night. Uh, to be clear, for those of you that don't know, uh, no. Do Doki Doki <laughs> is a visual novel uh, sort of in the style of a... Uh, anime romance game, yeah, Japanese and that's dating sim. quite literally all you can know about it. It's because yep. it goes off the rails, it, and that's that's all we can say. In wild ways. <laughs> and I've never played it personally, but I watched you play it, and it was very fun to watch. Yeah, it's just the twists and turns. That was the most fun to play. Um, in terms of like, 
you, you can't keep playing it. Like, the game no. ends, yeah. so it's not like a Stardew where you can sort of just play forever, yeah. I assume. I, I'm not done Stardew. I'm only in year one. It's <gasps> so good. It's oh. such a fun game. I'm obsessed. Yeah, it's so fun. Um, so that was sad when that ended. I, I just spent a lot of time Googling, like, games like Doki Doki. <laughs> <laughs> and the answer is probably none. Doesn't Very few. Yeah, yeah. yeah, really. Oh, my goodness. But I love story-based games. Those are my favorite things to play. Um, I played Until Dawn after that. I love, like, narrative games where I get to make decisions and panic and scream at the chat to give me answers. <laughs> oh, beautiful. Yeah, those are my favorite to play. Yeah, I like those ones a lot, too. I also like them because it's nice to have a beginning and end that's so, like, you can play some of those games in, like, a night. Yes. Which is lovely. Yeah. <laughs> 100%. Um, but in terms of viewership, probably Stardew's actually high viewership. Oh, yeah? I think it's because people like really like to watch someone who's never played before. Yeah. I, th I think that that's fun. Um, so that's sort of why I assume I kind of get, like, between... I kind of get around 40 people. Um, but, yeah, games have, like, cult followings. They have their own yeah. followings. Of course. One of them. Uh, so you mentioned backseating, uh, and Twitch has a lot of, like, terms around it, like, special words for things. Can you help explain... Like, what are bits? What are partners? What are subs? Oh my god, yes. The, Twitch has its own language. I often talk about Twitch and no one understands what I'm talking about. I have to like start from the beginning and say it very slowly <laughs> in other words. I can't even use the same words. Yeah. Um, so Twitch, uh, so you start out on Twitch with zero viewers and uh, you're not monetized. You can't make any money um, until you get 50 followers and stream for a certain amount of time and uh, have three concurrent average viewers, okay. which, which is a, it's a pretty low bar. People yeah. tend to say, like, just if you get your, you know, your mom and your mom's dog to come watch you um, on your mom's dog's iPad. Um, so <laughs> in, that, in that world. Um, and then once you can monetize, people can subscribe to your channel, meaning they're paying five bucks US a month. They've sort of changed it recently so that it costs different depending on where you are in the world. But for simplicity's sake, it's five bucks a month and Twitch takes 250 and gives you 250. Of course, after all the processing fees and the taxes you're making, you know. Just so uh, much money. Maybe a dollar. A but hot 25 cents. Uh, if you're lucky, a hot 25 That's cents. That's a sour key. Yeah. <laughs> but, but what Twitch has done is they've really gamified giving money in a way that I've just never seen before. It's a game. If three people give money um, in a row, it's a hype train. Oh. If you get to the next level of the hype train, you get more emotes to use. It's like a whole, it's it, it, it gamified. There's no other it's better brilliant. way to say it. And it's so smart. I've spent money on it just being like, I want to be on a hype train. I want to, let's go. Yeah. And like spending money on friends. And it's like, I, I don't, why could I just given you $5? But I want to be on the hype train. You want to yeah. be on the hype train. It's such a communal model, too, because, like, your giving relates to other people's giving, which is very unusual, I think. That's such a if good point. If that makes sense. Yeah, you're watching everyone around you give. Yeah. Is that what you mean? Yeah, yeah and then, like, it, it, I mean, this hype train thing, like, it, it requires three people. Yeah. Mm. You gift a sub. You yeah. already got a sub. You want to keep the hype train going. Gift a sub to give a subscription to that channel to someone else using your bits, right? Okay. Yeah, then, then bits are a totally other thing. Oh, so they're different. They're totally different, yeah. So bits you can just buy. They're tiny little gems that like have a cool animation effect. Um, and for every 100 bits that you gift a streamer, that's $1 to them. Um, but of course, 100 bits cost you, you know, twice that. Yeah, um, right. Of course. Um, but they're pretty and they light up and, you know, you can set different alerts for different levels of bits that you get. It's crazy. So, like, can you set it up so that if somebody gives 500 bits, something happens? Oh, my God. Absolutely. I can have anything I want. Really? Yeah. Before I demonetized on Twitch because I let go of my affiliate status oh. a couple of days ago. What did... What does that mean? These are... No more subs, no more bits to me. Oh. oh. Mm. Okay. We can get into that, though. Yes. Yeah. After we're done explaining how it even works yeah. in the first place. One thing at a time. <laughs> One thing at a time. Um, what was I saying? Oh, yeah. So for any amount of bit, like, I could, I could set, if you give three bits... I can do something. Like, I can do, I can be super specific. If you, a lot of people do, like, if you give 69 bits, something comes up, you know? Like, lol, lol, people yeah. have their little laws. Genuine pony. <laughs> yeah. 666 six, six maybe is something, you know? Yeah. Um, and very often, customizable, it seems. Very. Yeah. And often it's like a cool sound alert or something funny pops up or a joke. Um, and then there are channel points, which are free, that you also get when you become an affiliate. And channel points, you can basically just get channel points by 
being in someone's chat. Mm -hmm. So I can just lurk in your chat and accumulate channel points. Yeah. I can accumulate oh. them faster if I'm a sub to your channel. Mm -hmm. And then once I open your specific channel points that you've created for your channel, I can spend my points on various redeems. So make you drink some water, make you check your posture, make you pat your dog, give your dog a treat, make you do push-ups, anything I want. Whoa. Amazing. Twitch is amazing. <laughs> so those have nothing to do with the bits. Nothing to do with the bits. Those are totally free. See, Channel this, points. This is why this is why I keep being like, which well, which commodity is what? <laughs> but this makes more sense now that you have explained it this way. There are a number of different um, systems of accumulating goodies in this game. Fascinating. <laughs> this game. I love it that. is a game. It's a game of watching games. Yeah. yeah. Okay, so uh, speaking of that, I, I think that a lot of people would, uh, who are not familiar with Twitch, um, even like 10 years ago, people would be like, why would I watch someone play a video game? Why would I watch someone do this? What do you think is it that is so compelling about this, this uh, platform that some of the top streamers have millions and millions of followers? Oh my God, yes. Okay, so this is just my opinion. I think... Um, when Twitch first started, it was just in TV, so basically just like a guy, I think it was just a guy, I wasn't around at that time, a guy just blogging his life. Um, and it started off, like, Twitch started off as a gaming-specific platform, and it was sort of a place for, for lack of a better term, like, nerdy people like me to go and, like, talk about how much we loved video games and to play video games and to get competitive with them. Like, there was sort of no place, like, it wasn't cool to talk about in school. Yeah. When, like around that time. Yeah. You can share it too. Like you yeah. have to be there for the game. And yeah, like, yeah. Or you invite your friends over, you know. Yeah. yeah. So this sort of just like gave a place on the internet for people to play games and fan over them and discuss and, you know, what's the meta of a certain game. Like, and um, it's since moved into more like, uh, it's since changed. The platform's changed quite a bit. Um, but the people who got on early, so if you so if you did the same thing that w some of the top Twitch streamers now like if you think of Ninja right, who's like the the top uh, streamer on Twitch, people sort of say he's got like millions of followers, tens of thousands of subscribers. Um, yeah, he's he's extremely successful. He started off just playing video games, playing shooters, and people were just watching him. He had huge reactions. Um, so that so. If you were to do that now, it's much more saturated than it was back then. So back then, it was like there weren't 9 million unique streamers going yeah. live every month. Right. Um, a lot of people are saying now that the streamers are outnumbering the viewers. Like, So if you oh. have more than one viewer, Sheesh. you're like doing very well. It sounds like podcasts. Am I right? <laughs> hey. oh. Thank you so much Thank for, you listening. for listening. We, we appreciate it so much. So much. We're so thankful for you. <laughs> I'm dying. <laughs> <laughs> um... So here's what Twitch does that is unique to Twitch. People show, it is a community. People are showing up because of this, like, the streamer. Yes, they're showing up because, yeah, maybe they're playing Elden Ring and they want to watch someone play so they can get tips and tricks and see what other people are doing, 100%. But a huge amount of the people are choosing to turn on Twitch because of the community. Yeah. They're turning it on to, like, hang out with their friends. Like, this influencer has gone live. Influencer, you know, I sort of use loosely. This um, online personality has gone live and you're going there to hang out with your pals that you see in the chat all the time and this person, who if it's a smaller community, you're having one-on-one -on -one contact with. Yeah. yeah. Like, I'm having like maybe three conversations at once at any given time, yeah. which is awesome for my brain. I feel like I, it's very, you know, um, um, you know, obviously as you scale, you can't keep track of the chat anymore sure. yeah. um, or as, as well. So Ninja's not calling out individuals. The he same is certainly way. not. In yeah. fact, if you want to chat in his stream, you need to be a subscriber, which means you have to pay. Yeah. Right. That makes sense. Yeah. yeah. That, I've seen that a lot with a lot of creators. Yeah. It's, 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 I don't know how to say this, it's like kind of frowned upon to be like in follower only mode and stuff. Mm. Unless you, unless your chat is going so fast that you truly can't keep up with it. I, I can understand that. Yeah. Yeah. But for me, I, my chat asked me that a while ago. They're like, do you think you'd put it in follower only mode? And I was like, I would never put it in follower only mode. I don't care if you follow me or not. If you like the content, follow me. If you don't like the content, you don't have to follow me, man. Like, right. you know, yeah. um, I would put it in slow mode. I think about that sometimes. Sometimes I'm like, would I do better in slow mode? It's not that it's moving that fast. It's not moving very fast, but I'm like, maybe I would even see more of the chat if it was in slow mode. Um, anyway, they're coming for the community. And now that everybody, everybody is online streaming a video game, it's impossible. Like, I, 
I've stumbled upon other Twitch streamers that I just adore, but like completely freak freak accident would never happen in a right. million years. Yeah. Huh. Um, it's very rare. I feel like also like I scroll through streams all the time and I'm like, ah, well, hmm. Until you find a place where like, oh, this feels like home. Yeah. Neat. Yeah. Yeah. And you you kind of uh, connect with other streamers as well too because like, can you explain a raid? What raids are? Yes, absolutely. So at the end of your stream. Um, uh, yeah, I'll start by saying this. At the end of your stream, you can send your entire viewership, your whole chat, whoever wants to go with you, to another streamer um, if they have raids turned on because you can turn off raids if you want. Oh, okay. Um, so you can also opt out. Like if you're just done watching Twitch, you can just elect not to be in the raid. But basically you can scroll through Twitch, um, see who's playing in certain categories, or you can look at who of your friends are online. Friends, by the way, is a feature that Twitch is removing, so we won't have friends anymore. <laughs> we won't have friends anymore. No, no. <laughs> um, and then, yeah, you send over a huge raid, and, you know, they're playing their game, and suddenly you can have, like, a message. So often I do, often my raid message is just, hi, you know, name of streamer. Hi, the Gaynadian. Armin Raid. You know, yeah. that's sort of what I do. Yeah. Um, but other people sometimes have fun little ideas to spam. And then everyone runs into the chat and spams, you know, n kindness. Oh, that's so fun. Yeah. Oh. That's so wholesome. It's very nice. <laughs> it's kindness because my community is the best community yeah. of all time. Um, so obviously it's kindness. Um, but there have been problems with, like, you know, other types of rates which right. have been less the than internet. I the internet, it if is, you will. It is a diverse place. <laughs> uh, do you? Have, who are some of your favorite uh, creators that you uh, go visit and you watch? Easy, the Gaynadian for sure. <laughs> Great name. Great Check name. them out at the underscore Gaynadian. Huge fan of that. Nady, I know you're listening right now. <laughs> That's for you. Um, and in terms of like creators, I look up to. I watch. I watch a lot of Ludwig, who just got poached by YouTube. Um, Ludwig is just, I just think he's changed the face of streaming. Um, his, his formats for his streams are formatted for YouTube, meaning there's like an intro, there's, he sets out to do the thing, there's like an obstacle, and he goes, and then there's sort of the end of it, and it's fascinating to watch, and I just think he's the greatest. Um, and Amaranth, otherwise. I just love Amaranth so much. I, I can't tear my eyes away. I think she's just fucking a brilliant businesswoman, and I'm fascinated by her, and she owns fucking three gas stations what? and, like, 7-Elevens and shit. Like, she's... What does she treat? She's making mogul moves. Um, Amaranth? <laughs> mogul moves. Love uh, it. Ludwig, I know you're listening. That was for you. Um, she streams a lot of ASMR, so she does a lot of, like, microphone licking. Yeah. Which appeals to a very certain... Um, her chat is not the n nicest place to be because it's full of meanies, um, but she's making big money and good for her. Um, and she does like um, streams where she's in a little pool and she'll be doing Jenga sometimes or she'll right. be playing games. She'll do like dancing ones. She's just a fucking legend. She's live like 12 hours a day. Oh my God. And then when she's done, she's working and then she sleeps for like four hours. Oh I my kid you not. She's just like goals. Like you think you're like, sometimes I'm like, oh, I'm working hard. And then I'm like, am I? <laughs> <laughs> So actually, that brings me to, because we, I actually had a question as I was looking this up about Ludwig, um, because uh, they were responsible for the 24-hour month-long stream, right? Um, that I only know tell of. I didn't watch it. Yeah. But uh, for those of you who don't know, this person went live uh, 24 hours for a month, uh, which is a lot. That's, uh, that's a lot of accessibility to let the internet happen to your life. Um, but it seems like... It, since then, he's kind of been very focused on sustainability and, like, how much do you let people in? Is that something that you think about, is, like, the sustainability of this kind of thing? Oh, for sure. I mean, people always say, like, if you're only on Twitch, then you're only discoverable when you're live. And even when you're live, you're barely discoverable. So, yeah. Like, a lot of Twitch streamers are pouring in, like, eight hours. Like, they're just Ooh. sitting there and streaming for six to eight hours. That is so much. But, like, possibly to nobody. Being yeah. like, I'm working so hard, I'm working so hard. And it's like, ultimately, you're not putting your energy maybe where you should be. And for me, a big part of that's been like, when I go live, I go live for like, everybody laughs. I go live for like two or three hours. Like four hours if I get really lost in a game. Four hours if I'm playing Stardew. Yeah. <laughs> Stardew eats time. It disappears. It's wild because a day a is 20 minutes. It's a world. Like, you, you just are. get to go into your beautiful pastoral <gasps> yeah. little land. Just like one more day. Your little right? pet. 
One more day. You get to make it however you want. Yeah, it's just one more day. I just got to harvest, you know. We've got fall's coming up. I'm going to lose all my summer crops, you know. You got to harvest. All right, Stardew Valley episode. We're coming back around. (laughs) Oh, my gosh. I could talk for hours. (laughs) Um, So I stream for, like, yeah, like two, three hours, which is, like, super, like, I can sustain that. That feels reasonable. I've never, I've never felt burnt out ever. That's great. Yeah. That's, that's that's hard to do on the internet, period. I felt burnt out just being on Twitter. Yeah. No, <laughs> my <laughs> In moments. In moments, yeah. I just got back on Twitter. Woof. Ooh. It's a lot. It's a lot. <laughs> uh, do you think Twitch is going to be the future of entertainment? Like, what do you see as the, the future of this platform? Oh, Twitch. I want to write you a love letter um, because live streaming for sure. And for sure, it, it, it's the now of entertainment. I turn, I turn Twitch on instead of Netflix. Um, I love that. Yeah. yeah. That makes yeah. sense. And uh, you can go to it for a story if you want. You can go to it for, because like some people are streaming story games and stuff. Like story It's got games. a lot to watch. Yeah. yeah and I, I'm finding I'm really hooked on like, there's a lot of like, Twitch just added just chatting elements. So there, there are a lot of streamers who are just sitting and talking and they're inviting their roommates in. I'm thinking of like Ms. Kiff. And there's always something, and I feel like if I'm not there, I'm gonna miss something. Yeah, yeah. You know, so there's there's a lot of that. Twitch, um, Twitch is running into some issues because they have the community, and they ha- and everyone's really really rooting for them because we love Twitch so much. But they're they're not um, focusing on the community. They're focusing on, I mean, listen, it's owned by Amazon, which is a marketplace. Yeah. Um, yep. They want the munmuns. They want that Mun Muns, and they're, they're losing sight of the reason why people come. What's Mun Muns? Nothing. I, I made nothing. it up. <laughs> no, they want the Mun Muns. They want the Mun yeah, Muns. That's a new thing. They want to nom nom the Mun Muns. Yeah. The Mun Muns. Yeah, it's basically just, yeah. So, you know, Twitch, I mean, uh, YouTube, who's now poaching all the Twitch, big, huge Twitch streamers and offering them, like, bags of money that normal people can't comprehend. Um Truly yeah. unbelievable I amounts of money. Um, they're really trying to like push Twitch out, but they'll have a really hard time because Twitch is where the community is, except for the fact that Twitch is now basically run by a bunch of people, like Silicon Valley type people who don't who don't stream. They they don't go on Twitch. They like don't they get don't it. yeah. They unlike, don't understand why people are there. They don't. Yeah. Like they're not involved on the platform like Susan, who I think is like her name's Susan. Susan? She's that CEO of YouTube and she like is on YouTube. Like she goes on YouTube, she's like in with the creators. Twitch is just not about the creators so much anymore, if they ever were. And so I do believe that live streaming is uh, the future, if not the now of entertainment. Um, but I, I do worry for Twitch generally. Yeah, that's very, very, very legitimate. Uh, I'm going to do a, a full uh, diversion. What are some of the weirdest streams that you've ever heard of or seen? Oh, yay. I just think immediately of Amaranth, of course. Oh, she just sits there and, you know, she licks her little, she licks the, I'm not going to, wow, who am I saying little? Like, she's a grown-ass woman. Like, I'm sorry, I'm just having my, like, my hands clenched here, like, all excited. Um, she, like, licks microphones um, and, like, it goes to either ear. And so ASMR to me is, like, super weird because um, it doesn't tingle me. I just find it fucking fascinating. Yeah, yeah. Um, got to agree with you there. And to be honest with you, some of the weirdest and most interesting live stream stuff I've seen have been on, like, TikTok. Oh, interesting. Oh. Yeah. Some of the AMR, ASMR stuff on TikTok, I'm fascinated by ASMR. I don't get it. Um, <laughs> <laughs> but I do because I can't, like, peel my eyes away. I once just, like, sat down and watched this woman, like, pretend she was doing dentistry on me. Like, Because I, I was the camera. Oh, my God. Oh. So she had all these tools, but she was, like, making sounds with her mouth. I won't, don't want to alienate, you know, half your listeners by trying to attempt it because it's really <laughs> polarizing ASMR, I feel. Yeah, absolutely. Um, Especially the food stuff. Like, I cannot, if like, mukbang culture of watching people eat food or, like, ASMR, if, if there's anything where the mouth is wet, it makes me want, I like, Gad's face is scrunched up. Oh, yeah. Uh, but uh, I can't listen to I it. I mean, honestly, you hate ASMR. We, we eat food in front of uh, the TV or a radio thing or a podcast or whatever because you can't listen. Yeah, to I it. have such a visceral reaction and it makes me want to vomit. Mouth noises. Like, yeah, yeah, can't do it. There's yeah. a name for it. I forget what the name is. Yeah, I think my friend has it. Uh, well, now another friend has uh, it. Yeah, I don't know. I don't yeah. know what the name is. It's yucky. <laughs> Anyway, so <laughs> that is a thing you're fascinated with. I'm fascinated by that. And also there's like just sleeping category on Twitch. And Wait, what? Just people sleeping. What? Yeah. Whoa. Yeah. I didn't know that. I would be so worried about what they'd see. Yeah. 
I don't know what, because you don't know what you do in your sleep. Like, no. would these people like pre-record themselves a few nights, just be like, oh, "This is how I can prove I don't do anything weird to myself, so that I can feel safe." Yeah, but you know, like depending on what you sleep in, you know, maybe it flies up. Like you don't, you don't know. You're so vulnerable. You're yep. so vulnerable. Absolutely. Oh. And the fact that it's live, yeah, you can't correct that at all. What, what if, if you fart? What if the next oh, yeah. day somebody came home and was like, "Somebody walked through your stream." Oh my god, that'd be oh so scary. No. I, I I move. I move to a different <laughs> continent. I'm gone. You I'm can't gone. find me. What a nightmare. Oh my well, God. Well, anyway, I've, I've sufficiently scared everyone. Well done. The last five minutes has just made my skin crawl so <laughs> badly, and I'm so stressed out. Welcome to the Stress Out Steph Show. <laughs> <laughs> um, so you're, uh, sorry, I, wanted, I don't, don't want to interrupt your point. You've been looking at TikTok ASMR stuff. Yeah, it's fascinating. Um, oh, phenomenal. Yeah. Uh, so you're a fan and you're a creator. Do you have any advice for people who want to start streaming? What, uh, what can make a good streamer? Yes, absolutely. I have lots of advice. Um, my first piece of advice would be to um, diversify on other platforms. So if you're so like, don't do it on Twitch, yeah. <laughs> not just Twitch. I well, guess. do it on Twitch, yeah, and run run a live stream on YouTube at the same time. Oh, nice! And on Facebook Gaming, and on Trovo, and on freaking D-Link. Of the like any I guess of them. you have a platform there, that yeah. summarizes them. Something like Restream.io, you can just like see everything in one. Oh, nice chat. It's actually great. Yeah. Um, so I would say, don't just rely on your Twitch stream to grow. I would say, make some YouTube content. That is fun and entertaining and also, um, I would say, TikTok content. Yeah. Make some good TikTok content and then do lots of calls to action to get people to your Twitch. Because Twitch is not a top of funnel. Sorry, Twitch is a top of funnel. Twitch is a... What does that mean? Hey, what's a top of funnel? Oh, sorry. <laughs> I'm going to butcher this. But basically, like, there's a way to, like, uh, Twitch is a top of funnel, I think. No, it's not a top of funnel. <laughs> I don't know. Put this in or don't put it in because I don't know if it's right. But basically, there's a way to, like, get viewers. Um, and then there's a way to like move those viewers f through your funnel. Essentially, I think it's a marketing um, yeah, like a conversion. setup to, to ultimately monetize. Right. Yeah. Um, so you should, should just not count on Twitch to be an onboarding yeah, right. for people. That's so what you, I'm trying to say. It's not their entry point usually. Yeah. It's that someplace else. And then they find their way to Twitch. Exactly. They watch your YouTube content. They love it. It's a chance to interact with you live. Yeah. Right. So Neat. in your YouTube, you're like, hey, check me out on Twitch. Then everyone comes over to your Twitch and goes, oh, I'm so excited to get to see and talk to you. I have so many questions or oh, whatever. Oh, cool. Yeah. Okay. Got it. Got it. Got it. So I would say that. And uh, I would also say talk. You're going to start off streaming to nobody. Um, get some, like, get your mom to lurk in your chat so you have at least one viewer, um, and never stop talking. Just constant. You cannot, like, don't look at your number and be like, oh, there's no one here, I'm not going to talk, because the number's behind. Oh. By the time you see a one in your chat, they were in here 10 minutes ago, and they could, they're probably gone. Oh. Fascinating. So Whoa. never stop talking. Um, oh, that's very good advice. Mm -hmm. You wouldn't have known that otherwise. Mm. Uh. No, of course not. Yeah. But if it's just you sitting and staring at your screen, everyone's going to be like, Next. Yeah. And I guess also if you are making YouTube comment content, mm. there we go, speaking, mm. um, then, yeah, you, you would want that to be content, not just based on who's watching currently. Yeah, 100%. Right. And that's actually exactly what Ludwig does, is he takes his live streams, formats them to be cut into YouTube videos. Got it. In, that are interesting. Yeah. It's like, I bet Chad I couldn't, or like Chad spends, you know, $5,000 in one hour on anything they want. It's like stuff like that. He yeah. does that live and cuts into a video, and I would watch that video. Yeah. yeah. That makes sense. Yeah, yeah I watched and then you a, want to be there live for like it. half an hour of someone going through every single Pokemon and saying whether they'd smash or pass. Was that, everyone, that was a big thing. It was so fun. Yeah, I cry laughed. Smash or pass is a smash great format. Is a great format. Yes. Uh, what's the nerdiest thing you've ever done in relation to your Twitch fandom? Oh my god, it's the nerdiest thing I've ever done. How about um, all of my deep dives? All I do, pretty much. Um, Listen, the pandemic's been what it's been, and I I try to spend my down moments educating myself and trying to learn and, you know, better myself. That's what I try to do so that I don't have any silence in my head. You know what I mean? <laughs> <laughs> I do hate that silence. Keep the noise. Yeah. Keep the content. Let's go. Let's go. Yeah. So the nerdiest thing, honestly, I probably do is listen to a bunch of, like, like they're essentially, like, marketing and Twitch um, there's this one agency owner. His name is his name is Devin Nash, and he puts out just like deep dive statistical content into Twitch and every other platform, and like how to create content, how to be a business person. And the nerdiest thing I do probably is listen to his videos on repeat, and then when I'm done, I listen to them again. I love it. Respect, major respect. It. Yeah. We're about to dive into your spicy takes, uh, but first, this episode is brought to you by tpublic.com, where you are absolutely going to find your next favorite t-shirt. 
TeePublic has unique and nerdy designs available for shirts, uh, hoodies, mugs, stickers, phone cases. If you can think it, you can probably have an image you like on it. Uh, find a design you love and get it on almost anything. One of the things I love best about TeePublic personally, because I'm real picky with my clothing, is you can customize just about everything about it. So if you find a design you like, you can customize the size, the color, the fabric on just about every, any piece of clothing. So never again will you see a cool design and be like, ah, oh, man, but it's in a weird yellow I look weird in. You can change that up. It's super customizable. Um, and all designs are made by indie artists um, that are getting a fair commission for their work. So when you buy a shirt from our TeePublic store, you are supporting an indie artist as well as this podcast which is pretty cool. I will say you will also go on thinking, I'm going to buy something for one fandom. Absolutely. I'm just going to go in. I'm going to pop out. That's it. And you're going to end up with so many different shirts in your cart because all of the different designs are so unique and fun. And some of them have a lot of like fun, jokey characters. Um, there's some great uh, Sailor Moon ones in our store right now. I've tried, I've, I've added so many. I love adding shirts to our store yeah. because there's so many fun designs. Absolutely. Uh, we love to add designs there that we do episodes about. So uh, head on over to tpublic.thefandomshow.com uh, and check out all of our merch and favorite designs from tpublic. That's tpublic.thefandomshow.com. And thank you so much, tpublic, for your support. Thank you, T-shirt We Debbie. love you. <laughs> all right. We are, we've delved into the interwebs uh, to get some hot takes about Twitch. Uh, some of these are from other streamers. Some of these are just from people who watch content. So I'm going to start, uh, which uh, amazingly didn't know that we have another thing based on a streamer that you've already mentioned. Um, so this comes from Shenomenon, uh, another yes, streamer. We love Shenomenon. Uh, friend of the podcast. We love you, Shenomenon. Uh, and uh, she says, cam girls and hot tub streamers have revolutionized how we consider streaming. And I have zero tolerance when men come into my stream and applaud me for not stooping to their levels. Gross. That is an instant block. And also Amaranth is a genius businesswoman. Shenomenon. That's all I ever wanted to hear. She's a genius businesswoman. Go follow her <laughs> at Wildcade on Twitter like, and, and get takes on business that you'll, that'll blow your mind. Um, yeah. Yeah, there's a bunch of, I don't know how to say this delicately, there are a bunch of dudes out there that are really just like, that don't like women and they're pissed at women and they're like, they're taking all my viewers. And it's like, <sighs> make better content. Yeah, honestly, I think that was very delicate for what the, that, that particular perspective deserves. Thank you. <laughs> um, yeah, oh my God, yeah. And then, you know, you cut to their stream and it's, it is exactly what I described before and it's just them just like staring at their screen playing fucking Fortnite at the bottom of the category. You know what yeah, I mean? Yeah, cool. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And they, but they deserve that. They did, yeah. 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 Entitlement is real. Um, cool. And the hot tub streamers. She, so actually Amaranth um, uh, began that meta. It's oh, called really? a meta, yeah. Mm. So, um, and they made a category for it on Twitch, which I think in, in Amaranth's opinion killed it. Killed the hot tub streaming. Oh, yeah, because then too many. Yeah, yeah. Um, so she basically, she got a blow-up pool, which she now, um, she also partially owns a, a floaty company. She's amazing. Incredible. Um, yeah, she's amazing. <laughs> um, so she got a blow-up pool, she put it in her room, and she streams out of it for like six hours. I don't know how she gets, doesn't get really pruney. Yeah. But it's, it's fucking great. It's great content, and I love it. Amazing. Great. If wow. you're making good content... Yeah. Keep it up. If you're getting the viewers, you're doing it right. Yeah. And if you're butthurt about it, sorry. Yep. <laughs> Absolutely. Sorry about it. Sorry about it. Indeed. Um, all right. So <laughs> n number two, uh, Twitch is owned by Amazon, um, which is literally the richest company in the world and can afford to take less than 50% commission from its creators. What other talent management has that high a cut? And that is from friend of the podcast, Travis Ryans, who you guest. can hear uh, talk about Kingdom Hearts on a previous episode. So go check that out because they know what they're talking about. I loved that episode. That was amazing. Oh, yay! Um... Uh, I also didn't understand Kingdom Hearts, so that was an amazing episode. Please I was just go say, can you that. please play Kingdom Hearts? Because I tried and I had a really bad time. You did? I'm not because the game is no, bad. I'm not good at video games um, in the technical dexterous sense. The, oh. the Twitch muscles sense. The Twitch muscles. Yeah. <laughs> I am, I'm not great at that and I get frustrated very easily, especially post-pandemic. Like My tolerance for frustration is very gone. Uh, so Relatable. we got to Cerberus and I was like, I... Uh, our friend, uh, mutual friend, Falopo, uh, happened to be over at our house, and I was like, can you beat this for me? I am tired of trying. Yeah. Um, but I couldn't pass it, so can you please stream Kingdom Hearts for me? Absolutely coming soon. Thank you so much. <laughs> uh, but yeah, sorry, back to, uh, back to, the, back to the question about uh, Amazon taking 50% from its creators. So, yes, this, listen, 
I have you mentioned you dropped so your affiliate status. To say, yeah, so they take 50% from creators. And of course, you know, after the fees of the moving, moving the money and the taxes and the bracket that we're taxed in, of course, it, you know, it, it, it ends up being not great for the streamer. So, yeah, I mean, listen, Facebook gaming, I think as of like a few months ago, doesn't take anything. YouTube takes 70 30, plus they do an ad revenue split. Well, that seems um, better. That seems better for Ad me. revenue split is where the money is. Yeah. It's not even a, like the first thought in my head when I hear that is like, yeah, they're taking 50 50 and they're moving um, some special partners down from the 70 30 split they once had down to a 50 50. And a lot of people are like, oh my God, they're going to be losing the 70 30 split. It's like, yeah, that's a lot of money. But if you even want to talk about money on Twitch, Twitch does doesn't do an ad revenue split, which YouTube does. And it's people could be 50, 50 Xing their income. Like Twitch basically, like, uh, for a better way, lack of. So let's say, let's say Twitch. Tell me if this is too deep divey. Let's say Twitch sells an ad and you sell per thousand views, um, and they charge the company fifty dollars. It's not this. It's not that number. Um, they say, great, this streamer gets five dollars flat rate. What yeah. you get five dollars? What? So I so so streamers get flat rate, meaning I could be like. Actually, for these thousand viewers, I'm going to charge you six thousand dollars. Mm-hmm. That means you still, you do, that doesn't scale with you, like it does on YouTube. What? Yeah. So this is actually that's really the main. I mean, listen, yeah, the fifty fifty slit is a bunch of bullshit, but like more than that, they're just scamming, and they want you to run ads, right? Of so course. now they're talking about. They've dropped a little, a Bloomberg article just came out and they've dropped a, dropped a little a little drop in a bucket being like, ooh, perhaps we will do ad revenue split because they're desperate for people to run ads. Because the way they're set up on Twitch, they're so intrusive to the viewing experience. Maybe I'm, maybe I'm fighting a boss that you've been waiting three hours for me to get to and the boss bar is at zero and now three minutes of ads just started. Oh, oh my gosh. Um, and then you come back from it and everything's done. Yeah, and then you come back and you go, wow, guys, thank you so much for being here. Like, that was nuts. We've done it. And you've, and you've missed it all. Because of that would ad. be crushing. Yeah. I can think of moments in Doki Doki where I would have been like, how dare you? Can you imagine? No. It's, it's terrible. Yeah. Because some of them are just like small things that happen and you're like, well, yeah. fuck, miss the thing. Yeah. And, and, and streamers who are on contract, like the big streamers that are on contract, some of them are like, on contract to run like five minutes of ads an hour. Woof, that yeah. sucks. So um, a way to incentivize streamers to run ads would be like, it's an ad revenue split. Like I could say to my community easily, I could be like, friends, it's that time of the hour for you to go pee. Like I'm about to make $40. Like, and, and they would like <laughs> lose their mind. They'd be so happy. They'd be like, yeah, oh my God, get it. They'd be so stoked for me. But it's not that. It's like, it's pennies. It's pennies for the creator, and it totally destroys it. Oh, that's brutal. I'm not an expert at math, but I'm pretty sure that that doesn't math. Those numbers don't add up. They don't do. Uh, I would love to talk about this next one, which is fascinating. This is from uh, Asma, and we are talking to Falopo, who is also a Twitch streamer. Uh, so his hot take, as someone who sometimes refers to my viewers as my parish social paratroopers, I, <laughs> I think constantly reminding the community that yes, this relationship is parasocial is a part of a streamer's responsibility. Mm. Like I say it tongue in cheek, but also with truth because pretending they're your besties is toxic at best and yeah. dangerous for those involved at worst. Mm-hmm. I, I think that that's actually a really important thing to say. And I think it's actually, um, that's what I'm looking for. It's not endemic. It's like just, it's like a part of Twitch. It's like a part of Twitch, especially as like a smaller community. Like, I don't know what Philopa's numbers are, but like in a smaller community, the contact is so one-on-one. Mm-hmm. It really is. Yeah. Um, and I think that that's, and Ludwig, who I love, put out this video like a year ago and the title of the video on YouTube is I'm not your friend. <laughs> and it was just like so honest. It was like, I don't even know you exist. He's looking down the camera and be like, I don't know you exist. You are here with me every week, and I don't know. Who that, I don't even know that you're here. Um, and I think that that's so real, and I, I think especially in smaller communities, yeah. Like, to be honest, it's so fucking hard because when the – there's some people – I mean, I, I can just only speak from my own experience. There's some people who always show up to my stream. There's some people who are like – they talk all the time. They're active in my Discord. You know, they're posting pictures. They're posting this. Like, we're having conversations. 
we're like we're not meeting up. We're not, you know what I mean. Like I wouldn't like call this person if I needed something. Like yeah. it's not like that. It's the equivalent of somebody who follows you on Twitter and comments on your tweets a lot. Yeah, like, that's the distance. So it's like what do you, so like what do you what do you call it then? Like I like what is it? It's like. I like. I wish well for the. Like I wish well. I'm like. Inter- like I want to know if they got a promotion. Like it's like. But but what is it then? Because it's true. It's like. Yeah, man. Like I define my friends as people I can call and I can lean on and you know we're gonna go for coffee and stuff like that. And it's not that. Yeah. So I'm actually just like my question back would be like, what is it? What is yeah. it? What is this weird relationship then? It's beautiful, but what is it? Yeah. Yeah. It's it's parasocial. It's yeah. you know. When you create anything that you're putting out into the world, especially nowadays, you, people are so accessible. You're yeah. on social media, you're on, you know, Twitch. You're on, you're doing a podcast, yeah. uh, and you want to interact with the people mm-hmm. who are enjoying what you're doing. But um, there also becomes a point, like, how do you set up boundaries with that? Because you're like, right. part of how you know we get to keep stuff going is that people are engaging and they're loving it. Mm-hmm. But you also there's that fine line of like. Mm-hmm. Uh, you're not my friend, but I want to engage with you and I enjoy engaging with you and I want to create stuff for you. Um, but then sometimes you got to put up boundaries and you got to yeah. put up walls because totally. it's, you don't know anything about those people as people. Like they might know a lot about you because they're watching and you drop bits about your life and you mm-hmm. drop things about like your pets or whatever. Yeah. But it, it's such an interesting dynamic. It's so weird. Yeah. It's like, I, like I could take any one of my viewers and be like, oh, yeah, I know what your pets, I know what kind of pets you have. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, it's such an interesting thing, really, isn't it? It's like... Especially because you're so grateful that these people are engaged and enjoying. Like, yeah. that is... Thank you once more. Thank you so much for Thank you so much for being here. We really, really love you. We really love that you listen really, to this. But truthfully, we really do appreciate every single person who Absolutely. reaches out. Like, yeah. if I'm on our, our Twitter and I, someone's like, I love your podcast. I'm like, Kaya, look, oh my God. Oh my <laughs> that, God is, that is 100% a fact. I can be in a different room in the house and Steph will show up and show me. If we get yeah. a review, I'm running across the house. Every single one. It's, yep. Yeah, it, because it's lovely, but it's, it's a, a weird dynamic. There is, and I think... Like, I, I've experienced, like, I've for sure experienced, like, a couple people who would, like, message me every single day or something. You That's know too what much. I mean? Like, yeah. it, it, but, but by and large, I, I sort of haven't run into the issue. Like, I haven't run into an issue where someone's, like, like, I just haven't run into it yeah. yet. Yeah. You yeah. know, I've only been streaming for a couple years. Uh, coming, up on, coming up on two years in June. Ooh, um, that's awesome. Congrats. Let's go. Thank you. Um, June what? June what? June 19th. All right. I just Woo! want to write down. We'll celebrate. Yeah, it's going to be a party for sure. Yeah. Um, <laughs> <laughs> it's going to be a party for sure. We partied last year. We're partying I love this it. Year. I love it. Um, but yeah, I mean, I in those cases, I think honestly, it was really only probably one case. And I, yeah, you got to put up, you got to put up boundaries. You yeah. got to just be like, oh, sorry. But, but, but I feel like those people, I don't know. I don't know. Yeah, but, but listen, I don't even think it's their fault. Like Twitch sets it up. And like me as a streamer, like I am genuinely so fucking stoked to see him. Maybe you know, yeah. <laughs> you know, or whatever it is. Because yeah. um, like, wow, holy shit! Like especially when you start streaming, it's like this person's here twice in a row. <laughs> um, you know, um, but I, I think that as I've sort of been streaming for a bit longer, I can sort of identify um, if it's a problem or if it's not. And mostly, it, mostly it's not. Yeah. And you clearly have such a loving community. Oh God, yeah. It's just the, the best. The best. The best chat. It's such an interest, interesting microcosm of what fandom is, can, is and can be yeah. in so many cases. Because I think a lot of people do feel a little bit of entitlement to, like, celebrities or people that are mm. in the things that they love or make the things they love. I send messages to my favorite creators online all the time. Yeah, absolutely. Do? What do you say? Oh, I'm too ballsy <gasps> about stuff. Yes. I will message Death people directly bold. and just be like, Hi. I like this. Hey, want to come talk with me? But you never, I think you never overstep and you respect no. boundaries. Um, so yeah, just like. And I never expect them to respond. Yeah. If that, they do, I run around the house and I'm like, Kyle, look. Yeah. It's cool to love the things that you love so much that they feel like your friends. But at the end of the day, boundaries are really important to fandom to yeah. keep it from getting, uh, keep it from getting too toxic. And that's yeah. where it does start to get toxic yeah. is when, you know, you feel like you have a say over somebody else's life when they're just a human like you at their job. Yeah. yeah. It's like an entitlement. Exactly. That's for sure. Yeah. That's when it gets a bit scary. It's like, oh, yeah. It's like, oh, you didn't respond. It's like, mm, sorry. I'm like, I have like a whole life. I'm like super, super busy. Yeah. That's oh, the yeah. dark side of stand, yeah. man. Yeah. Get, give, your, give your creators love and respect the yeah. way yeah. you would want. Yeah. yeah. Oh. 
Um, okay, so here's here's another one. Um, if you want to be successful streaming games on Twitch, minimize dropping F-bombs and stop doing 18 plus content. Thoughts? <gasps> oh, as someone who drops the F-bomb every three to four <laughs> seconds. Um, not wrong. It Listen, but, but, but on the, uh, sorry, I should say not wrong, but in the sense that like, Anything that you do will alienate a certain part of the internet. Sure, mm-hmm. of course. Yeah, you can't please everybody. No, like if I, like if I were just like a lot. I, I look. I don't know, but I feel like if someone came into my Twitch stream and saw my energy, like if they're looking for a Twitch stream, they're fucking out of there, man. Like out of there fast. Like if they want just like a chill, like wow, thank you so much. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, like I'm, I'm fucking crazy. Like I'm off the walls. Like I'm. Talking, I'm yelling, I'm screaming things. Um, it's this energy. Yeah, it's exactly this energy. Yeah, yeah. Um, and uh, and and that's for some people. That's for the people yeah. who come back. You know, every time I stream, they fucking love that. By the way, the, and then the people who didn't never came back. So 18 plus, I think, is really actually useful if you're talking about like raunchy shit. For at first, I put myself 18 plus because I was like, geez, I I'm cursing. I I, sh- I should be 18 plus, but I'm like, I'm not gonna be 18 plus. A 13 year old, which is the bar on the platform, you're not allowed to be on the platform unless you're 13, can hear a couple f bombs. You know what I mean? Absolutely. I'm not, we're not talking about anything inappropriate. Um, my whole chat runs and like gets copy pasta of everything I've ever said now. Um, <laughs> um, <laughs> um, but um, I think yeah. Either way, you just need the trick with Twitch. Wow, another hot tip. The trick with tr- the trick with Twitch is just to carve out your corner and be authentically yourself. Not try to do things like yeah for growth. Like don't swear. Don't do eighteen plus. It's like no. Be exactly what you are because people are either gonna vibe with you or they're not, whether or not you're 18 plus, whether or not you're dropping F-bombs. Yeah. Um, but. There's fans out there for everything. Yes. yes. That's the thing, just find find your niche, find your corner, be yourself, totally. you know? Um, because somebody out there will be like, that's me. Yes. Yeah. yeah. Someone out there's gonna relate. Oh, love that. Um, so next one. Uh, says, Twitch chat is the best part of Twitch. Easy. 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 Why would I ever? <laughs> oh, my God. That's why I'm there. I can't imagine. I'm so excited. I just love just I'm so excited. <laughs> I love it. I love it so much. And I have a little loading screen, and then I have my pals come in, you know, in the thing. And also, like, I call them my pals. Like, I'm probably part of the problem, but, like, they... I don't know what to call them because they're not my not pals. Yeah. They're not yeah. not my pals. Well, pals yeah. can vary. There's yeah. very, yeah. varying pals, like, different friends. Pals? Yeah. Pals. Acquaintances. Besties. That's different. Yeah. Besties. Yeah. Like, listen, like, like I'm specifically private about my life, you know, like, as an actor as well. Like, I, you know, I'm not going to, like, drop what neighborhood I'm in. Like, you know, I, I keep things to myself. You know, m- people in my life didn't choose to be on the internet, so I'm trying to keep it just me. Um, and so there's obviously a barrier there, but, like, I don't know, the ones who I know and come in all the time, like, sorry, they're my fucking pals. Sorry. I just don't know what to say. Um, But uh, also they're your pals in that space at that time while you've chosen to engage and turn your camera on. 100%. You can have different, uh, different variants of friend. 100%. Oh my God. Yes. Like in life. uh, 100%. Yeah. Yeah. um, So here's one question I have. That's kind of a combination of several different questions that got to the same theme. (laughs) Um, One of the people who asked a similar question is Stu Farger, but I'm not going to use yours word for word. Sorry, Stu, but you're the best. Um, So basically it comes down to like Twitch is a tool and some people are angry about the way that it gets used. Like this, uh, person says uh, it suffers from the same thing Reddit does when a bunch of angry teen boys think it's their clubhouse, um, but it is a tool and anybody using it can, should be able to use it for whatever they want to, whether that is critical role doing D&D or people doing hot tub stuff. Or putting overlays all over your thing and you're an anime avatar. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so that's sort of the take is like people should stop policing what people can and cannot do on Twitch. Oh my God, yeah. That's like the beauty of Twitch, right? You just get to do what, it's your own show, you go live and it's your own show. Yeah. I always describe it like that. You can do literally whatever you want. You can sleep. You yeah. can just sleep and people will come and watch maybe. I don't know, but it's your content and it's going to be bad or it's going to be good. You can do whatever you want. That's why I love it so much. I just found an old science book from honestly probably the 80s and now I'm going through stupid <gasps> science experiments. What? Yes. That's so fun. Like the stupidest science experiments you could possibly fathom and we're doing them and it's so fun. And That sounds awesome. That's you can do whatever you want. And yeah, someone might come in and be like, that's a stupid science experiment. Why are you doing this? And I'm like, because it's a meme and I'm laughing and I'm having the time of my life. Yeah. Yeah, I because I think it's fun. Yeah, this so is, yeah. Uh, my, my hot take just now is that it kind of feels a lot like theater. 
but like digitally because you can really you have a stage and you can do what you want with it there's yeah. no there's no like necessary structure there's no like just perform something and the audience can engage in various ways being cheering or like putting money into yeah it. and you interact with your audience in a different way than yeah. you would with like tv yeah that's my hot take. <laughs> uh, I love that hot take. Finally, uh, as we wrap up this section, what, do you have any specific hot takes about Twitch that we have not covered? Um, my hot take on Twitch right now is I love it. Best platform ever. Uh, best place for community ever. <laughs> hot um, take. Hot take. <laughs> I know. Very surprising after this uh, discussion that it I feel that way. didn't see it coming. Um, but um, they need to... Um, they keep saying they support creators and they want creators to succeed and I'd like for them to actually prove it by not forcing people to only stream from their platform. They're the only platform that demands it from someone who has three viewers. Um, and I'd like for them to, um, yeah, actually, like, just, just don't claim to support us if you don't actually want to do it. Boom. And cough up. The Mun Muns. Let's fucking go. Share, share. Mic drop, except no, because these are not our mics. No, no, please don't <laughs> drop these mics. God, these mics are Sorry, nice. Sorry, Andrew and Diana, we didn't drop your mic. Ah. <laughs> um, so at the end of every episode, we like to share our micro fandoms of the week, which we will do in just one little moment. But before we do, uh, let's talk about how, if you would like to, you can support this show to keep going. Uh, this is a, a labor of love. Uh, we will continue forever doing this for free. Uh, so you can keep uh, supporting it by just reaching out, following us on Twitter at, at @fandomshowpod, uh, checking out our website at thefandomshow.com, uh, where we have uh, ideas for future episodes you can share with us. Uh, you can catch up on past episodes. Or if you just want to say hi, uh, you go over to our website, thefandomshow.com. And, of course, we ask that you tell all of your nerdiest friends about us or just your regular friends. I your think coworkers. Every, everybody's a nerd about something, right? Your boss. That's tell the whole point. Yeah, your boss. Tell your boss. Tell your dog. Tell your um, neighbor. hot tub friend. Tell I don't your know. hot tub. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> if your friend's in a hot tub, uh, whether on camera or not, tell yeah. them. We're, we're trying to build our own little community of people who just like, love what they love. So please tell everybody. And then, of course, through your provider of choice, if, uh, pr principally Apple Podcasts, we do love that, but uh, any provider, if you could just do a little, just a tiny rate review and subscribe, we can't tell you how much it means to us because it helps us shoot up in the charts so we can find more cool fan fans that are just enthusiastic about loving things in this world. And it gives me a reason to run across our apartment to scream to Kaya that we got a review. Yeah, otherwise we don't talk. It's really weird. <laughs> That's not true. We have a very <laughs> healthy relationship. Anyway, uh, we're trying to build more fans of fans, so get on that train. If you would like to support us monetarily or uh, with your mun-muns, if you will, uh, you can also find us on Patreon. This podcast will always be free, um, but if you do want to throw some hard-earned dollars towards us, you can find us at patreon.com slash thefandomshow, um, and you can help us uh, make this podcast a reality um, for even just a couple of bucks a month. We also make sure that you get fun little bonuses like getting our nerds letter or reading our fan fiction of the month. Um, and thank you so much to Margot, who is our newest patron. Uh, we are so, so appreciative of all of your support. Uh, so thank you so much for that. Thank you. And our theme song is by Yusu Kim. And our beautiful logo, uh, I want to always keep remembering to shout this out, is made by John Blair. Uh, and I challenge, this is me ushering a challenge to you, I challenge you all to identify all the fandoms that show up in that image. There's a lot. I think there's 11 or 12. Yep. Um, we know all of them because there are actual fandoms. Yeah, it's uh, true. So hit us up and let us know if you know what they all are. Uh, so now for our micro fandoms of the week, uh, starting with Kaya. Um, you know what? This isn't going to sound like it's a real fandom, but <laughs> I, I genuinely, hold on, love trees. I love trees. I think they're wonderful. <laughs> I, I. What's your favorite type of tree? Oh God, the one nearest to me. Um, <laughs> the one that I'm closest to. I just like, Toronto is a city with lots of trees and as somebody who grew up in the city, I've always treasured them very much because they make me very happy um, and they're the closest I usually got to nature as a kid uh, besides like High Park and stuff. So every time the trees come back and we start to see green show up, I just get so excited and I like, I get, my mother always called it Green Fuzz Week, and that's always what I think of when it happens. And it, this week is that week. Happy Green Fuzz Week, Happy everyone. Green Fuzz Week. And I just think the world comes back to life, and it's such a nice time. So I know it 
doesn't technically count, but I'm making it count. I love trees a tree and can I be love a spring. Fandom. Yeah, but it, it does count. Well, then, yeah, I'm a tree Don't fan. Don't invalidate yourself. Okay, I won't. Thanks, Steph. <laughs> um, Kat, what are you fanning over this week? I kid you not. Trees with flowers on them. Ah, yes, see, yes! we are the fandom. <laughs> I, I, as you started talking about trees, I was like, I gotta come up with a new fandom, quick, quick, quick. But, but actually, no, trees with flowers on them. I usually I'm just like busy listening again to Devin Nash on my um, ear earphones. But I've actually stopped walking and smelled because all the magnolias are out. <gasps> yes, it's like they, and they're only here for like a week, if that. And I just stand under them and I sniff as deep as I can, and it's the greatest. It's the greatest time of year. That's oh. so lovely. So we're different subsets of the tree fandom. Yours flower and, and mine is mine is green. green. But you know what? We're, we stand allied. We do. We like roots. Wow. Yeah. yeah. Well, I'm going to mess this all up. Because no, it's okay. my fandom of the week is not a tree. I do love trees, though. Um, my fandom It's clear cutting. <laughs> I love destruction of nature. More paper. Industrialization. <laughs> um, no. <laughs> my fandom of the week. Uh, I don't know why we watched this movie this week. Um, but we decided to put on a 90s classic film starring uh, Sean Astin, uh, Pauly Shore, and Brendan Fraser. It is... The indomitable Encino Man. This movie is delightful. It's very, if you can think of the most classic cookie cutter, 80s into early 90s teen movie, this is it. It has beat for beat everything. It has the popular girl who didn't used to be popular. It has the nerdy boy who used to be friends with a popular girl, but still pines after her. It has a weird stoner best friend. It has... Um, Brendan Fraser is a caveman. You Brandon know, Fraser's all the, the things. No, but the thing that the nerdy guy is trying to use to be cool to elevate his status so that at prom he can hold the after party and be prom king. Like, oh it's, it's got a dance sequence. They do a, a group dance in this. I don't know why. It's It's just... What a romp. Um, it's one of the most 80s movies I've ever seen. And I and I went in knowing absolutely nothing yes. about it. Um, and it's charming. Brendan Fraser, you. I hope you're listening. I don't know if you're listening, but I hope you're listening. We love you, Brendan Fraser. We, we love you. You are so charming. And to this day, you have remained so charming. You're a delight. And uh, hit us up at Fandom Show Pod. I want to talk to you every day. You seem great. Um, so yeah, just a really fun movie, uh, and I've been thinking about it since, because I just had a delightful time, and delightful watching Kaya react to a movie that I know very well. I watched it a lot when I was younger, and watching people experience those things for the first time. I, I personally recommend an edible. <laughs> if you got I mean, one if you want to watch it in an altered state, uh, it's a good time. Yep. I'm adding it to the list. Add it to the list. Uh, I think tonight we're going to watch probably some more, uh, early 90s movies. I don't know. It's a good time. Yeah. Uh, anyways, thank you so much, Kat, for being here. What um, a treat. Where what, can people find you? Anything you want to plug? Yeah, you can find me on um, Twitter and Twitch and <laughs> YouTube. <laughs> Wouldn't it be weird if you were like, I talked all about the streaming, don't come to my Twitch. <laughs> Never come by. Um, please come by. It's always just a party and my pals are so nice and they'll be so excited to see you. Let me know if you came from this podcast, too, because I'm just going to pretty much jump out of my chair. You can find me just <laughs> at Armanastra all over the internet. A-R-M-E-N-A-S-T-R-A. We'll throw it nice. up on our, on our socials, Absolutely. Too. Easy. Absolutely. Nice. Um, thank you so much. A real treat. I can't even tell you. Thank oh. you for having me. And thank you all for listening uh, and for coming back, hopefully, time after time. If this is your first episode you listened to, Thanks so much. Uh, head on back. Listen to some of the other ones. This is a zany little time. Um, but as always, we love to end the episode um, with till next time, love the things you love and, and tell, tell everyone, everyone about them. them. Bye. Bye. The Phantom Show. The Fandom Show is produced by Andrew Ivamy as part of the From Superheroes Network. For more great podcasts like this, as well as webcomics, articles, and so much more, visit FromSuperheroes.com.